Yes, yes, my people. Pros at back again, and you know what it is, man. We're talking sneakers, kicks, and crepes. Welcome to Kicks Chronicles. We take a stroll down memory lane and we look through the sneaker history of some amazing people. Today, my guest is a fellow YouTuber. In fact, in my opinion, the best sneaker YouTuber out there. So if you don't know, you need to get to know. He's a vegan, and in fact, his channel, Cow Free Kicks, is, in my opinion, once again, the number one vegan sneaker uh, channel on YouTube. So you, you, you might really need to get to know. He's also my friend. We used to work in finance together, so not just a pretty face. <laughs> uh, I am talking to Ben from Cow Free Kicks. What is kicking, my bro? Oh, thanks. That was a great introduction. Thank you very much. I'm doing really good, really good. Really happy to be here. Really happy to see your face. Really happy to be on your channel. Very humbled. Thank you very much for having me. Really looking forward to talking about some kicks with you today. Oh, it is an absolute pleasure to have you, man. Um, talk about humble, man. I wanna Before we get into everything, we're going to get into absolutely everything because as you, you people already know, man, we're going to go deep into the kick history. But first and foremost, let me throw a word out to you. Bow. What's happening with B-O-W? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> that was an idea that came to me on the tube one day. And uh, I just can't seem to get it off the ground. Like, it, it's something I want to do eventually. Yeah. But um, but not not at the moment. Like, there's a lot that has happened since we had that foul conversation. I remember how excited we both were about it. But um, but yeah, it will, it will hopefully happen one day. But at the moment, it has to be put on the back burner. Yeah, right. Yeah, and the little man coming along. But hopefully, hopefully, it'll, it'll kick off one day. Wonderful, wonderful. For those that for those that know, Bao, it's it's a code name for a specific project that we ha that that Ben was thinking about. He, he spoke to me about it about five six years ago, and he was like, "This could be amazing." And and it was really the thing that made me think, you know what, this guy is an absolute sneakerhead. But do you know what? <laughs> Just so that we can maintain the USP, I'm just gonna leave it there. I'm just gonna leave yeah. it there because I, I, I still feel like I'm gonna, I'm gonna invest in that. But yeah, Ben, you already know what we do here, man. We, we're looking at sneaker history. So first and foremost, off the bat, what was the kick that brought you in the game? What was the kick that said to you, you know what? If you buy me, I'm gonna change your whole life, bro. I'm gonna, I'm gonna change your aura. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you girls. I'm gonna do everything. I'm gonna do all of that. You get me? Like you're gonna start getting straight A's if you wear me to school. What was the shoes that said to you? You know what? You need me, and really brought you into the game. Oh, I tell you what, there are a couple of shoes when I was a kid. So when I was a kid, I like, didn't have like a lot when we were growing up. Like my mum made sure we had everything, but it was just my mum and my brother and my sisters. So. You know, she tried to give us everything she could, but the kicks game was lacking a little bit. So when I saw all these kicks around, I was like, oh my God, I'd love to have a pair of them. But we just didn't have the money, you know, to go. But it was such a thing, like, I just saw them on people's feet and just thought, oh, I'd love to see like, what they feel like. They look amazing. Like, And then, like, you could see people wearing them, like, on TV. You could see, like, the Jordans being worn by Jordan. You could see all the basketball players wearing them. You could see sports players wearing them. And it was just, like, one of those things that I kind of aimed for. And when I was a kid, I always wanted to have, it might sound a bit stupid, but I always wanted to have a, a pair of trainers for every day of the week. So I could always That was the on dream. That was the that dream. Was the dream. <laughs> You know, that was the dream when I was a kid and you know we used to get given sneakers and they never were like quite like you know the ones that you always saw around but I mean the pairs that really got me 
when I first saw them were, I think one of my mates came into little school and he had a pair of Reebok pumps on and it had like a little basketball pump on the top. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. I'm sat here in a pair of high techs and you've got them on. Like, what, what is that? Like, what, yeah, what is that? You know, and like he was letting everyone play with them. He was like, oh my God, look at those sneakers. And then after that, not long after that, I saw first for the first time the Nike Air Max BWs, you know, the OGs, the oh, geez, uh, Persian Violet, I think, colorway. Ooh, I saw that. Yes. That was the shoe for me. That was the one that made me think, like, I need to get those. And that's when it really started. I mean, it started before that. But at that time, that's when I kind of was able to start getting some sneakers myself, save up my pocket money, get a job, stuff like that. So it kicked off a little bit later mm. in life. So I didn't really have them as much as a kid. But as soon as I could get them, I definitely got them. Good stuff, man. Definitely, mm. definitely that the Reebok pump. You're not the first person to talk about the Reebok pump as a kick that sort of sort of drew their attention because I think the use of technology, like, and we're talking about what 30 years ago, maybe a bit, maybe a bit short of of that. Like, I mean, it was it's a it's a small thing. It's it you you, you squish the the, the 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 basketball and it increases yeah. the cushion. But at the time, it was absolutely massive. But it was mind blowing at the yeah. time. Like, I think the use of technology around that time. I think the only other thing that I can remember, and I don't know if you can remember this because I think we're around a similar age. Do you remember the Puma disc? Oh, yeah. Because as you were talking, the Puma disc came to my mind as well. And I was like, I remember that as well because I remember in primary school, there was a guy um, that had that. And it was the first pair of shoes I ever saw that didn't have laces on them. And I was like, that is so crazy. I'm like, (laughs) it's just bad or whatever. But like, it's just amazing. Like, And obviously, the Air Maxes as well, man. The B-dubs, man. Yeah, when I just saw the the bubble on those and the lines on the sole and just the shoe itself, I just saw that shoe and thought, Beautiful shoe. Yeah, it still is. Like, it still is a great looking shoe. When I was growing up in my area, um, the most popular shoe was basically the Reebok Classic. Um, yeah and in my mind i associate the reebok classic with my area i associate it with that that area in your area growing up or around where you were growing up sort of what was the shoe that was sort of most prevalent or most popular or what was the one that if you were to look back and say you know what my area was a particular type of shoe what what represented your area well, I mean, there was a strong showing from the Reebok Classics. Like, they were the school shoe. So, you get them in black with a gum sole or just pure black. Oh, you yeah. wear them to school and you'd be fine. Like, everyone would be like, oh, his classics on. You know, he's all right. Like, he's not wearing high techs or anything like that. But, um, but, then, but then, like, you, you, when you went out of school, it was a lot of 90s, Air Max 90s and the 97s as well. Those were the ones that were worn a lot. The Reebok Classics were still everywhere, but I'd say the 90s and the 97s were really strong showing as well. But I think at that time, it was just the time for the Reebok Classic. Like there was yeah. a lot of people wearing it. And it was really accessible because it wasn't actually that expensive compared, no. to, compared to the Air. And there was nothing, the weird thing was, there's no, there's nothing special really about it other than the way that it looked. And the yeah. fact that everyone, everyone seemed to have it. Like 
everyone seemed to have that shoe, but I, I look back in it now and I look at classics and think yeah. that there wasn't anything that special other than I guess they were they, they did look good and they were really accessible for everyone. I completely agree. I think just from a purist standpoint, there's no real tech. There's, it's sort of a, it's sort of a, a, it's just a, it's a shoe in its purest form. Like yeah. I suppose, obviously, its material layered on other materials, foams and 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 and, and rubber sole, gum sole with laces. Like it's so simple yet classic. It was so it was so aesthetically pleasing to so many people so popular like I, it just can't be denied as a classic shoe in my opinion I think each brand has their own version of the Reebok classic because of how classic and how influential I think and this is just my opinion because the thing is yeah when you're growing up and this is how you're forming your opinions it's like I saw Reebok classics everywhere I saw them mm. everywhere. I saw them in school. I saw them at the shops. I saw them on on the street. I saw them everywhere. Like, and it was just my dream to have a pair. And it was only until like the end of primary school that I managed to pick up a pair. When I say managed to pick up a pair, my my mum. I said my wife almost. My mum managed to uh, buy me a pair. And you're right. They were like super accessible. They were pretty mm. cheap. I mean, I think it was thirty pounds. I still remember the prices. It was £30 if it was like size six and below. And if it was size six and above, I think it was like £55 or something like that. And I was yeah. I was always like the above one. And I think the first pair of real classics I got were actually white with a gold stripe. But had oh. no involvement. My mum just picked the ones that she liked. <laughs> she didn't involve me in the in the colour in the colourway in the colourway dress at all. Yeah. But yeah, I love those shoes, man. And I ended up I think I've like in my lifetime, especially growing up in the era that I grew up in, I think I probably had like over ten pairs. But yeah. uh, an amazing an amazing shoe and I'm glad yeah, that they, they, were, they were like to compare them now, they back then they were like the Air Max two seventies are now. Yeah, everywhere. Everyone, everywhere. Ben, I'm so happy you just said that, you know. The Air Max yeah. 270s, like, they're, they're, they're so popular that everyone loves them. I love that shoe. Talk about five or six every time I'm walking around Asda, I can see them. Like, And I don't know if it's with you as well, if you're the same, but when I look at someone for the first time, I don't really look at their face. I look straight at their feet every time. And Sarah's always like, what are you looking at? Oh, they're training. like, yeah, yeah. But always look at their feet straight away. It's funny that you mentioned Asda, you know, because I literally, I did a top 10 um, at the end of 2020. Yeah, I my saw life. that. Bro, my, 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 I called it the workhorse of the year. The Air Max, yeah. the Air Max, the Air Max 270. Because any place I go to, you said Asda, Sainsbury's, Tesco's, any place where hard work is necessary for people to earn a crust, the backbone of this country, getting us through COVID, yeah, all of that, lockdown after lockdown after lockdown, I'm seeing 270s on everyone's feet yeah. and it's mad. Yeah. And I'm like, you can't deny this shoe. You can't <laughs> deny this shoe. This is a, this shoe is a banger. We need to put yeah. some more respect on 270's <laughs> name. Everyone needs to herald this shoe as a hype shoe. And let me say it now, yeah, if he keeps on doing what he's doing, if I end up getting that night deal, the first shoe in my night deal is going to be a 270. I'm putting it down now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But do you know what? You mentioned something earlier, man, and this is something I wanted, I really wanted to ask you, but you've kind of alluded to it already. Mm-hmm. Like when I was growing up, kicks were not a priority, and you mentioned it earlier, man. Mm-hmm. Obviously, 
for us, everything is important. But like for our parents, obviously, they're just they're just trying to make a lot of time mm. weekends meet. They're trying to keep us uh, keep us looking great. But in the same sense, obviously, yeah. they've got priorities. So kicks were yeah. never a priority in my household, and, and you kind of alluded to it in the same sense. So I, I've had to wear some rascal kicks over the years, man. I run through a little list so that um, so so you know where I'm coming from. Obviously, the the good old plimsoll. Is 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 high up on that list. I've had to wear a little bit of Gola, some B boy shoes. High tech was a big one. Dunlop, Mercury, Avia, tracks. You kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier, but have you ever had to sort of wear those sort of character building shoes, those early shoes, where it was like, you know what, I'm not I'm not touching the big brands yet, man. But like, I might get a little bit of heat, but I can manage it because I'm only like six. Yeah, <laughs> the thing is. When I got the high tech silver shadows, I remember going in the shop. And you remember them. the name? Yeah, yeah. High tech, high tech silver shadow. When I got them in my hands, I was, I was, I was so happy because it was really like one of the first pair of trainers I, I really picked myself. I, I, we used to go into a shop and get our feet measured, and then we get to choose. Like, you remember, like they're still around now. I think like two hundred quid a pair now, but back then they weren't. Like kangaroos. Like, yeah, I remember kangaroos. They're really expensive now. Yeah, yeah. Back then, my mum used to take us to a shop and then we'd get our feet measured and then we'd choose a kangaroo pair of trainers and then that would be our trainers for the year and then we'd get a new pair, like, wow. the next year. So, I mean, to be fair, like, I say, like, we didn't have a lot, but my mum did really take care of us when we were little. Like, she did make sure we had, we had fresh kicks. And with the high tech, I remember getting them and just thinking, it's not very kangaroos. Like it is, it is something else, and it is a brand that I know. But it obviously wasn't that. But I, I see them around today still, the high tech silver shadows. But obviously, we get them now because I'm vegan, and they're they've got like leather all over them. But um, but yeah, I, when I got them back then, I didn't think they were a bad pair of sneakers. Obviously, when you compare them to sneakers that are around now. Like that foam on them is is probably dead, but it's, <laughs> but back then I, I did really like them. I didn't really have any other pairs other than plimsolls, uh, standard plimsolls, and uh, kangaroo. That was it. Yeah, kangaroos are actually an interesting one because when I was a kid, they were just like I sort of put them in there, sort of similar to what you were saying in that sort of high tech LA gear. Sort of, I sort of put them in that category. But looking back, say again, British Knights, British Knights, yeah, they're actually quite popular in the US as well. They were quite popular. I've seen them on a a couple of people's lists and people mentioning them as well. But like, it's just interesting how years later, I'm like you were mentioning how expensive they are. Like, I don't really know the reasoning behind it, but. It is a very nostalgic shoe, and mm-hmm. yeah, man, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad the 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 the, the character building through having non brand a non brand name, non big brand name kicks is still mm-hmm. is like it's prevalent throughout all uh, communities and cultures. But it was kind of interesting when you were speaking because it was like you chose them. I didn't mm-hmm. choose my high techs. I don't know. I, to this day, don't know what the name was of those kicks. But you actually had a choice and you chose them. Mm-hmm. So that's actually yeah. amazing. I love that. I yeah. love that. Yeah, I, just, I, just, I can remember it now, having them in my hand and seeing them on the shelf and thinking, that's that's what I want. Like those... Those ones, and I was lucky enough to get them. So yeah, as I've mentioned, we became we we started working about five six years uh, ago together, um, and 
I think it was around that time that you decided to to to, to switch to a more vegan lifestyle. So speak to me mm. about how switching to becoming a vegan um, actually impacted your life and obviously ultimately changed your view when it came to, to 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 shoes and the shoes that you choose to wear. Yeah, I mean it was it was weird. Like we, I've been vegetarian for years, uh, and then for like fourteen years, then I went to uni and kind of slipped up and got back into eating meat. Um, and then I got with my wife, my now wife, Sarah, um, and one day I came home from work and she was like a bit upset about, you know, watching some videos about how animals were killed to, to you know, feed what we were eating and what was on our plates and stuff. Um, and it was coming up to, I think it was during Veganuary one year. Um, and then we were like, right, instead of doing Veganuary, we'll do dairy-free February. So we like cut out all of the dairy in February and then we moved into actually we're doing all right let's just stop eating meat and see what we can do without eating meat um at the start it was more of an ethical choice for my wife and for me I was like actually I wouldn't mind seeing if this would make me feel better because I felt like after I ate sometimes I felt like my stomach was like all over the place and in knots um and I started to feel healthier and then as I was getting healthier I was getting more into the ethical side of things mm -hmm. and that's when it really made me think about what I was wearing because I had a leather wallet I had a leather, like belt, leather shoes for work, leather trainers. And I was like, well, hang on a minute. My trainers, my sneakers, my shoes, they've all got leather on. And that's kind of like a byproduct of, I will not really a byproduct. Also, sometimes animals are just killed for their skin. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, shoes that have got like pig skin on and goat skin and stuff like that. So I was like, right, I, I'm going to move away from wearing that and supporting that side of the industry. And then when I got into that, I realized, hang on a minute, there's really little information about what ones are vegan and like what what you can wear like because the sneaker companies don't really put that much information on a shoe so that you know if any part of it is uh vegan or you know if any part of it sorry it's got uh, leather on it or new buckle mm -hmm. suede so it, that's why i started the, the youtube channel because i realized that it wasn't really an outlet for me to go and find reviews on shoes that i knew i could wear um, and it's still really difficult now, like, even like, I think I started my channel like three years ago. Even now, there's no more information now. In fact, there's less information than there was back then, because apparently if, if labels like brands like Nike and Adidas, they put on their shoes that it's synthetic leather, people think that it's going to be a lower grade yeah. than it would be if it was what is called premium. So that's the problem. Like with leather products, they put premium in front of it, and then it makes people think that's a higher quality. Definitely. If they see synthetic leather, they think, well, what is that? Like, is that going to fall apart? It's not going to have the same quality, the same finish. Is it going to be easier to clean? Um, in my experience, it's, it's no different, really. Um, but it's, yeah, I mean, so the vegan lifestyle has changed me, like health wise. I feel a lot better. Um, mm. And also, kicks wise, I just feel like, I don't know, a little bit more guilt-free when I'm buying them. I know, like, I, I know there's other things about the brands and how they operate, but in terms of, you know, what they're putting on their shoes, I just want to really create like an outlet for people to come and watch the videos and think I can buy them if I'm vegan, or mm. maybe if someone watches it and just thinks like, oh, hang on, maybe next time I'll buy a pair that's leather-free mm. rather than buying like an all-leather pair or buy a pair that's got like fly-knit uppers or mm. something like that. So, and in general, I find kicks without leather are more comfortable, more lightweight, more breathable than ones without. 
So yeah, I mean, the vegan journey's been amazing. Like now it's definitely like a train that's coming along. Like it's left the station and people are getting on board. Yeah, definitely. Uh, this, this big January has been massive. Um, but I mean, I, I can't, I mean, I'd love to promote the lifestyle more, but I don't want to like force it on people. Everyone's of got, course, you know, yeah. everyone, everyone's them, you know, who they are. People, I wasn't vegan before and I am now vegan. So, you know, I, do, I wouldn't want someone preaching to me about everything. Yeah. I just want to create a platform where people can come and look at sneakers and then maybe think, oh, we only does leather free ones. Why is that? Oh, maybe next time I'll buy a pair that are leather free or I'll buy this pair because they're leather free. Mm. And go from there. I think it's 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 an amazing sort of story and an amazing journey that you've been on. I think it's been great because I've I've actually seen it. I actually remember there was a day where you were like, I think you were wearing a different type of watch. I think maybe you had like a level watch and you bought this this wooden watch. And yeah, I was yeah. like, this guy's really taking this thing seriously, yeah. man. It was kind of amazing to see because it was like, it was a gradual process. I think some people, like they use things like Veganuary and, and other things just to sort of like jump on a trend or a fad or whatever. Um, but I could see with you, it was like, it was, it was really gradual. It was like a yeah. gradual process. It was like a graduation from from one thing, obviously, from becoming a vegan to understanding more about the ethical mm -hmm. side, and then and then progressing into that, and essentially it, your health and realizing, you know what, this actually makes me feel better for myself. Mm -hmm. Get, I'm getting older, so maybe that's an important thing. I need to yeah. prioritize my health and how I feel, and then it transitions into into how you look and what you put on your body and stuff. Yeah. So I really respect it, man. Even though I don't obviously follow the lifestyle, because mm. you know what. Like I think um, everyone, everyone, like you said, everyone gets to their yeah. thing at different yeah. points or whatever. As as people grow older, or, or people like learn more, or you know, they might just switch out a meal a week and do a vegan meal a week. This is it. Than, you know, it's 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 everyone, and I'd never want to push anything on anyone. I never want to preach. I just want. I just. I think people should be allowed to make their own opinion of based course. on all the information they've got available to them. Exactly. Exactly. So Everyone's different. Like some people, if they go vegan, it might not work for them. Which, As well. You know, yeah. So it's you know it's just one of those things, really. But yeah, I, I remember. I remember when we were um, we were working. I remember one weekend you came. So, so one one day on a Monday we come in and we'd always talk about like what we did over the weekend. And this yeah. was sort of, I think it was maybe like a couple of months into you becoming a vegan. And I remember you saying, "Oh, I got I got um, a vegan fried chicken this weekend." Yeah. Oh. And I remember I said to you, okay, vegan fried chicken, it sounds it the, the two words don't really sound like they're going together. But I said, so what's what's in vegan fried chicken? She's like, well, it was everything this and you can see Ben's face. He's obviously like a very like like he's like he's a really like happy, passionate guy. And he was like, so basically, right, it's all you get a regular chicken, but it's cauliflower. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. I remember your face. You were like, it is not the same. And I was like, give it a go, honestly, give it a go. And unfortunately, till this day, I still haven't tried vegan fried chicken, bro. So maybe next time you're about, maybe we can catch a bit. You never know. Yeah, definitely. I'd love to do that. Okay, man, switching gears slightly, man. I mean, you kind of mentioned and alluded to it earlier, like, when you finally got into a position where you like were able to buy your own kicks, so what was mm. what was your first 
shoe that you 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 purchased, man. Like I'm, first, I'm I'm out, man. I can do me, man. What, what was your first one? First one. Well, the first one was the BWs. Um, okay. I got them. I got them in the in the Persian colorway, the purple and the black. And I think I also got another pair. Which I don't know why I bought them, but they were brown, like dark dark brown. Like and they looked all right, but they just weren't as good as the Persian. So when I could finally get a pair, that was the pair that I wanted to get. Like those were the ones that I was aiming for. Um, and then after that, when I was younger, a lot of it was Air Max. Like if it was any type of Air Max, the Air Max ones, you know, love the Air Max ones. There's a lot of them um, when I was younger. Um, and the 97s wasn't the biggest wearer of the Air Max 90s, to be honest. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know what it was about them, but I just wasn't. I always preferred the ones over the nineties. But yeah, yeah, those, those I like both. But the ones are de the ones are definitely my, my preferred. But yeah, I hear yeah. you saying. Yeah, yeah. This is something I, I tend to ask people because it, it's it's different for everybody. So it's just interesting to understand your mindset when you buy a pair of shoes. How quickly? Do you do you wear them? Like, and it sounds like a weird question, but like, allow me to explain. So, like, are you the type that you know? It's okay. You get me. So, like, is, are you the type that like you you get them, you sit them on the shelf, and you're waiting for an opportunity, or are you like, I've thought about it before I even picked you up. I know, like, this is how I'm gonna wear you, and you're straight on the pitch, starting up front. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if I see a pair of sneakers I like, I'll buy them and then I will put them to one side. So they'll stay, they stay in the box for a while, then they make it out of the box and then they make it on feet. But it's that transition, like I just started wearing the Zoom types, uh, Nike Zoom types. And I, I had those for, God, like four months before before I wore them. And I've still got two pairs in boxes now that I know I want to crack out very very soon. Like they're making it into the rotation at some point, but I don't, I just, I, I like to wear sneakers. I like to wear the pairs that I buy. Yeah. So I will I will eventually wear them at some point. Like I don't, I don't want them to stay in the box or in a glass case. I buy them because I want to wear them and I want to see them on my feet when I'm walking down the road and there's a big glass window. Love and that. And then I can see them on my feet and think, yes, I, I like these shoes. <laughs> you know, that, that's why I want to, I always want to wear them. So um, they will always make it out eventually, but it's rare that they come straight on feet. There's normally like an order, like a pecking order. Uh, do you know what? And that's the reason why I asked because it, it's the same with me. Like everything, with, whether you, whether you actually have t taken the time to fully articulate the process or whether it's just something that's more instinctual, um, everyone has a process on how they wear their shoes. It's like, it's so interesting. It's like, first there's the eye test. It's like, okay, visually I'm interested in the shoe. This ticks a lot yeah. of aesthetic boxes for me. So I like it. Uh, whatever draws you to the shoe, draws you to the shoe. And then it's trying to understand how it fit fits with your aesthetic and how how you can wear it. And like, yeah. and then I'm, for me as a bigger guy, I'm calibrating like the size of my foot and my ankles and whether it would make the shoe, whether the shoe's narrow or wide, whether it being wide makes it better. That's why I'm drawn to a lot of classic fits because a lot of those classic shoes are, are made for wider feet for whatever reason. Whereas some of the like, 
um, so, some of uh, the some other shoes are, are a bit more sort of narrow and I'm thinking to myself I put my mm-hmm. foot in that I'm just going to spread the whole thing out so I'm thinking about all of these different things and I'm thinking about colorways and what goes with my palette mm-hmm. and boom 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 mm-hmm. and then I'm yeah. thinking to myself you know what man I might be going out next week man do I want to debut it there, man? Do I want to do I want to want to drop it there? I don't know. I don't know. Like, but as I'm getting older, like other other, other things are becoming important, like comfort and stuff mm. are becoming really really important. But it's just yeah. something I always love to ask people: Is there a shoe that you like that everyone hates? Just like completely switching gears. Ah, oh, you know what? There's not. I don't really think I I own a shoe, but I like. Oh, I'm trying to think. I just, I don't think there's a shoe that I've owned or that I've worn that someone's ever said to me, I really don't like that shoe. Oh, maybe, maybe the Sorconi grids. They're a bit like Marmite for people. I, I used to quite like them, the Sorconi grids. Uh, you'll have to look them up. Yeah, they've got like quite a high thumb and they've got a really chunky sole. But I, I really used to like them um, quite a lot. And then if I turned up wearing them, people would say like, I do not like those, I do not like those sneakers. Like, why are you wearing them? Um, mm. Or is it about them that you like? They would ask questions about why I had them on. So I guess they're <laughs> quite much, Yeah, yeah, like, well, yeah, well, it was, it was a thing. It, it still is a thing, I guess. But it's a, a bit when you were younger, if you did turn up to, like you were going out or you were going somewhere and you turned up and you had a fresh pair of kicks on everyone would notice and ask you what they were and if they, if they can't immediately recognise what it is then they'll be like well, hold on a minute like why aren't you wearing a pair of MX ones like, it's true like, like it's everyone else is no ju- but without the internet back in the day you yeah. don't you'd have to ask you couldn't you couldn't just quickly just google it while you were looking at them and i think obviously that interaction because i remember growing up looking at someone and thinking those shoes are a bit different i wonder what they are but obviously sometimes not not having the confidence to go over and ask them or whatever but like if you went to like a party like you're saying like that's what would happen (laughs) you'd say bro like what are you wearing like (laughs) can you explain these to me i want to try them on okay yeah yeah, try them on but yeah it was it was yeah i'd say the sulconi grids maybe were, were like one of the Marmite shoes I've owned. If you flip that around and you said there was a shoe that you picked up early that you like, I liked it. I was one of the early adopters, but like it didn't necessarily have a massive um, appeal initially. But as 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 the time goes on, people have been, sort of come round to, to to liking them. Is there a shoe that you sort of jumped on the the, the bandwagon a li- uh, way way early, and you were like, yeah, I like these shoes. I don't care what anyone says. Ah, oh, probably probably the same. But yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think I've ever been like at the front of the the hype train. I'm more the like forefront. back. Yeah, <laughs> in, in like a quiet coach. I'm not. I'm not really. I'm not. I don't think I'm. I'm the quickest to jump on hype shoes. I always look at shoes to see what they can offer for like the price and everything else. So like, I want to see what they can offer. So I don't think I've ever picked up a shoe that's ever really like grown massively in popularity. Um, I would say one thing is that Ultra Boosts don't get, I think maybe the credit they deserve. I, I It's picked up a little bit, but when they first came out, a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, yeah, they're all right. And it's still kind of the same now. I, I, I speak to people now that haven't even tried them on before or don't really know what they are, you know, and it's, yeah, exactly. A lot of people... They're always near me. 
they just yeah. always knew me. <laughs> but haven't haven't tried them on or don't don't understand how comfortable it is to wear a pair of Ultra Boost. Like the shape, hundred percent. The and it's it's weird. I still think they're a bit. I mean, I, I jumped on them early, and I still think the trains at the station a little bit. But really? it's kind of, I don't. Yeah, I still don't think. It, I don't know if it's going to go anywhere. Like they are trying to push it more and more. Like with the Ultra Boost Twenty Ones that are coming out. But I yeah. Look at them yeah. Like, I don't like where they're going with it, if I'm being the honest. Direction on the last few years with the 20s and the 21s, I just think going the wrong way. Like yeah. it's not, it's not. And I think Adidas, that's their best mid. They should do so much more with it. Um, so yeah, I'd probably say the Ultra Boosts. That's a very, very. I mean, it's a great answer because I think I'm, I'm, I'm similar in the sense that. We, we when we like I've alluded to earlier when we were sitting down and work and working together, that was one of the things that sort of we banded about a lot, like the mm. the, the the comfort technology and and ultra boost and and NMD boost and and like yeah. the use of boost technology and and really like was it really that comfortable? Was it did it really was it really did it really return the energy? Did it really give you that bounce? Like really did it do that? And I remember like and I have to thank you now. This is a great opportunity for me to thank you. You are among those that contributed for me to get my first pair of NMD boost. Yeah, I think you, yeah. yeah, you got you and you and everybody did a little whip round and you got me a little JD voucher mm. and I ended up picking yeah. a pair of um I think they were the NMD boost twos and mm. They were fire. And as soon as I put them on my feet, yeah. it was true. I knew boosted to truth. I knew comfort was king. I knew this is a level of comfort I've not experienced before yeah. in my life. And I was like, you know what? God bless all of you, man, for doing this for me, man. You helped me out. Another thing, but for helping with my wedding, I got my brother a pair of Ultra Boost climbers. And then he was like, he opened the box and he was like, oh, they look amazing. It was like a, kind of like a red fire green colorway like but with black predominantly black and a black sole i love that colorway and uh he, he was like oh all right i think he was expecting that pair of air max 90s or something because that's what he normally wears and i was like oh, i thought you could try something different and then he put them on and he was like oh that's it that's it and then he and then he went and showed his mate and his mate was like what, what are they and he's like put them on your feet just put them on this is it and then, and then he was a fan as well and it's it, it's just one of those things I just think you look at it and people think that's a running shoe rather than it's a it is a great lifestyle shoe as well yeah I love I love I love the Ultra Boost um, mm. but yeah this is a I'm gonna I'm gonna kick into another part of, of, of the interview, a, a part that I like to call the EST of KIC and when I say yeah. EST I refer to it as the EST the est so we're talking the oldest the newest the rarest the, the, the most expensivest you get me cheapest dopest best all of that good stuff you get me like now you can take as much or as little time as you want to answer these uh questions um but yeah i'm gonna rattle them off and you can just let me know what you're <laughs> thinking and feeling okay so and these are these don't necessarily be uh, need to be kicks that you have in your possession these can be kicks that you remember blah 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 right but like Mm-hmm. Starting off from the beginning, oldest pair of kicks you own. Well, the oldest pair, the oldest pair, this pair of Ultra Boost Parlay. I don't know if you can see how bad, how bad they are, but they're, they're they not like old, old. But when when a pair of sneakers for me are done, they're done. <laughs> they're you run them, you run them into the ground, my guy. <laughs> 
don't keep saying you've got to, you've got to get rid of them. They've got a hole in them. Oh, they, and but I'm like, but if just slipping them on and taking the bins out, that's what they're for. That's their job. That is their job. Uh, yeah, that's important. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, but I don't want to throw them away because they've still got enough boost in them that every time I put them on, I think, oh, there we go. Like, this bin run is going to be good. So, yeah. You get a little bit of that feeling. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All good, man. What's the newest pair of kicks you got in the rotation? Newest? Uh, well, actually, these ones. The Ultra Boost. Yeah. So, those ones, uh, I picked them up recently. Like, they're still unworn. These are dead in- stock in line, you know, to be worn. But I'll probably crack them out in the summer because they are pretty white, but they've got some nice detailing. Oh, yeah. like, I just love the flex of colour in them. So that's the newest pair that I've got. Uh, give me the name of that pair, just for people that are trying to... Oh, the Adidas Ultra Boost and Missoni, uh, and they're in cloud white, and it's the Missoni collab. Um, you could probably pick them up. I picked them up in a sale. I've been waiting for them to drop their 260 new and for me that's too much but yeah, I picked these money. up I picked these up for 110 so that's a massive discount yeah yeah those they were doing 20% off and half price and then there's another discount at the checkout that's just bang 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 discount 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 we love that bang. we love that we love that yeah. so yeah. would you say because that, that's another question I was going to ask what was your best deal on this sneaker what was what would you say your best deal on sneaker is Sure, these I've been I've been wanting these since they came out. Love and that drop, and then bang, they came out. Uh, to be fair, they sold me, they sent me the wrong shoe the first time, which is a bit which is a bit bit you know never let down. But so it took about six weeks to get them in the end. But you know I finally got them now. Awesome man, awesome. Um, as I say, I'm gonna rattle these off. Expensivest, what what is your most expensive shoe? And this can be that you paid for it. As in, or it could be list price. Well, to put it list price, these again. Um, the most expensive pair I wear, probably the Zoom types. Ooh, um, they're probably the most expensive that I wear. They're like my daily shoe now. Um, I don't spend. I don't go for the really, really expensive ones that much because I don't think. I think after a certain price, sneakers just lose their value. To what you're getting, mm. like when I think about it, if I'm 260 pounds on these, I could get myself two quality pairs of sneakers for that mm-hmm. same amount of money, or just not spend that much money on sneakers, and and then just get something else. But, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, it's, yeah, I don't really think I spend. I don't tend to spend that much money. I like to try and find sneakers the best value for what you're going to get. So. That's what I do on the channel. That's why I talk about the price because I think that's really important Same when you're man. buying sneakers. If you're spending 180 pound on a pair of sneakers, are you getting what you pay for? No, I completely, I completely agree. I think um, that was one of the reasons why I kind of fell out of the game a few years ago because of how extortionate I thought the prices were and. Coming back into the game, obviously prices are only getting higher and higher. But obviously, just trying to f- 
design ways and where you can make it make sense especially when you've got a family especially when you've got responsibilities you don't want your your passion to literally destroy your household <laughs> you get me like you want to enjoy you want to enjoy your kicks you want to have uh, have fun with it you want to be able to partake in in uh, in the enjoyment of, of of having new trainers but not at the detriment of obviously paying your bills and stuff so you just have to balance your priorities but i completely agree talk to me a little bit about the um about the zoo types Oh, the Zoom types, Ooh, honestly, they were my number one sneaker last year. Love that. Just, just because of the comfort, like, the, oh, I love wearing these just because I feel like I'm bouncing around them. I'm, I'm just walking on like a cloud. There's something about this mid that, and the upper as well is so light. It's just a great shoe all around. Like, I love how breathable it is. I love how it looks. You don't see many of them around. Like, no, this is the original no. way, but they've released it in so many other different colorways that are probably better than this one. But this is what they originally released it in. And it's just it's just a great shoe. Like, you've got the zoom on the on the toe. You've got this massive foam, chunky mid. Oh, I love it. Like, just uh, the most comfortable pair of trainers I tried on last year, for sure. Do you know what's interesting? Like, look at that, because I've never fully looked at the, the, the Zoom types before, like, and seeing how that mid looks, uh, it reminds me of the Sakai's, like, just oh, like, almost like a double. Yeah, it's the same with the plate that runs through. It's the same as the Sakai's, like, you've got the plate that runs down through there. Um, but with these, if you look at them like that, you can yeah. see they're really wide at the bottom. Yeah. Like, the, the air bubbles that come out. So a lot of people don't like them because when they look down, you've got these little bubbles poking out and it makes them look quite wide but it's the different I mean, placement of the bubble that i think get people's yeah, yeah. trying to get their head yeah. around and stuff great they're one of my best purchases last year for sure amazing amazing well best is an s so that's a good <laughs> <laughs> switching again switching again your most so your cheapest what would you Cheap. say cheapest pair of kicks maybe ever or that you currently have Ever wow. Um, to be honest, okay. I think they're down there. Yeah, hold on. Ooh, I'll grab them. These guys. Me. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, I think these cost me sixty nine, but you can probably get them in a the sale for like forty. Um, but you can see, like, I wear these all the time like oh, I don't man. mind scuffing them up like that's the beauty of getting a pair of trainers that's comfortable and cheap because you can wear them and bang about and it's alright like, yeah. I'm not going to worry about where these go and what I get to but yeah the Reebok Boltons yeah but yeah, that's a that's a great shoe, and it still has that sort of classic vibe to it as well. Like it is very cool. It is very very cool. Like the like mid and everything. It's yeah. And I do like that. That was because that was around a lot when I was a kid as well. The hexalite with the the little honeycomb uh, window in the soles, so you could see through to it. <laughs> I think you've alluded to it earlier, but your best bop to the shop, so your best and most comfortable. Oh, that's that's the Zoom types for sure. Yeah, I wear them all the time. It's a mixture between those, the Boltons, and the uh, Space piece behind me. I wear okay. the Space piece all the time. So, uh, Talk to me about the space hippies, man, because I think what well, in 2020, I think they they made their debut. Um, obviously, it's it's Nike's foray into complete sustainability. So, talk to me about about the space hippies and the, and the projects oh, and stuff. I love them. I think they're great. Like the amount of, I mean, grab it. Like the mid you've got is just 
fully recycled. You can see all the bubbles in it. I mean, it's not not one part of the shoe is 100% recycled. Everything is partially recycled, but mm -hmm. I think like up to 70% of each element is recycled. So that's great, man. And I thought this was going to be like rough and feel like horrible because it's recycled. Recycled fabrics got that stigma of feeling a bit maybe rough and tumble, mm -hmm. but this feels soft. They feel really good on feet. You've got like, um, what do they call it? Like almost like a fly ease touch to the back. So you can just lace them up and then with this fly elastic at the back, just slip them on one hand. So I know Nike are trying to move. I know Tink Hatfield is definitely trying to move towards shoes that you can only put on with one hand just to make them more accessible for people out there that might not be able to do a pair of shoes up like, yeah. like everybody else. Um, but yeah, with these, I love I love like the the fact that the swoosh is broken up for the embroidery. Yeah, um, awesome. I like the colours they use. This is the OG colourway. I'm not a massive fan of the newer colourways, to be honest, but um, I just think it's such an important movement to uh, get sneakers to be recycled and sustainable. And I hope that they bring out another like kind of space series in 2021. But I really hope they keep it going because I'm really glad I didn't get the, uh, was it the O1s? Those look really good, but you know, I can't. What number, were, what number were the, are the ones that you have? Because I know they came in originally with four. Number four. Um, they are bringing out another pair of number threes in like an aqua colorway that looks really good, like mm -hmm. all over, where it's gray, it's all over aqua. It looks, oh, that looks really good. I don't know, I think that's this year, but they haven't mentioned the ones, the twos, or. The fours, but the fours have been out in so many different colorways. Um, it's weird that they haven't really touched on again the ones and the twos and the threes, but I'm guessing that'll drop soon. But yeah, I love the initiative. Um, I love the way that Nike are going to try and move to zero um, carbon emissions and waste, which is promising. But I know it's probably going to take a few years before they get there, but definitely, definitely in the right direction because they're a lot more comfortable than I thought. And when I wear them, I do feel like I do feel they look good as well, which is really important. Do you think it's also like as people's mindset towards sustainability changes, as in people's personal lives, they start to think about, you know what, how am I affecting the planet, my carbon footprint? And I'd imagine obviously Nike, Adidas, huge companies with thousands of employees, as it becomes more important to the, the wider community it's obviously maybe more important to some of the people that work there and and i suppose that may be one of the reasons why it's, it's come up on the agenda um do you think that's like played into the reasoning why it's like in 2021 like we had the the sean witherspoon um mm. uh, collaboration with adidas as well and obviously the space hippie collaboration do you do you think that sort of played into and just in general people's mindset when it comes to the planet and sustainability has increased over the last few yeah. years do you think that sort of played into it like as people as it's come closer to home people are realizing you know what we're making a lot of money on these shoes and there's a huge amount of waste. What can we do to, to, yeah. to, to, to feed that back into the system? Yeah, yeah, I think it's massive. Uh, it's had a massive impact. 2020, for some reason, it kind of shifted gears and like the Space Hippies came out and Adidas are doing their work and they're using recycled rubbers in their soles of like the recent um, range that was fully vegan that you in some of them you've got like a speckled sole with recycled rubber in it um you've got adidas as well that are going to try and move towards uh 
fully known leather company. They wanted to use like a, a almost like a biodegradable vegan leather substitute. At the moment, they've got a vegan leather substitute, but it involves using plastics to make mm. some of it. So they're gonna try and do it so that it's more sustainable, so that they can use like a, a plastic, a form of synthetic material that will be biodegradable. And I think they're doing it now. Like they're trying to create stuff like that. So it's still a massive conversation. And I think the only way to move is that direction. Like they can't mm. with the planet the way it's going. And also I think with the way that kind of the, the people are in the world at the moment, I think more people are waking up to the fact that, well, hang on a minute. I mean, especially having a kid now makes yeah. you think massively like he he's growing up in this world. What, what future am I going to give him? And I'll, I'm trying to give him the best I can. Of course. With, with the lifestyle we're leading, you know, recycling. And then I really, you know, want to promote shoes like this as much as I can um, on the channel. So if, if I get the chance to, I'll review as many shoes that have recycled elements or, uh, you know, sustainable and stuff like that, if I can in future. So I think, I think it's probably one of the most important things for the industry at the moment. I, I actually agree. I mean, obviously, without obviously and we both said it without preaching i think understanding each person's importance in the sustainability of the world yeah. we're all yeah. important in that in that in that argument it's 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 beyond veganism it's beyond eating meat it's beyond all of that it's 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 future generations and all of that sort of stuff is understand and i think this is something where everybody really can be a part of it this really shouldn't be a choice so mm -hmm. to speak this really should be a, a complete buy-in from everyone so definitely on board when it comes to the the sustainability aspect of it and i think as long as they can get to a place where they're where the shoe isn't like suffering mm -hmm. in the sense of the aesthetic is lost because we're fully going in that direction, I think I think there's a definite happy medium that we can find where we're not killing killing the 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 the, the, the world or uh, killing the earth and still producing amazing amazing yeah. shoes. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's just small steps. People, yeah. hopefully, people will start to make just small steps in the right direction, and then hopefully, the sneaker industry will keep going in that direction and move away from you know creating so much waste. Um, and then hopefully recycling that waste to make I mean they're great sneakers so just make yeah. more just make more kicks yeah and so the thing is better price as well right they yeah. are expensive just, just make them more available and accessible people. I yeah. completely agree when it comes to that because ultimately it's difficult for you to preach a sustainability message but at a massively high price point like yeah. who's going to so, buy the kicks <laughs> as well like make more make yeah. more of the short spoons don't make it so that people have to spend 400 quid resale yeah. to get a pair make more of them and get the message out there that you know that they can be made and they do look good I don't know whether they want to keep it like a niche thing for the Sean Wobblespoon market but he's got another pair coming out the ZX8 is it ZX8000 and mm. Which make them more accessible so that people can experience the fact that I've got a pair of these sneakers rather than just seeing them on StockX going for like a grand after they've been released for a day, which yeah. is unfortunately the way that 
that want the spoon releases always go, but yeah. um, maybe in future they'll change it so that they can make it more accessible for everyone. Completely agree. I completely agree. By the way, <laughs> I need to do this. Um, Ben recently had a, a, a baby, so congratulations, <laughs> Ben you. and his family. Uh, his, his his little uh, uh, little boy just came uh, most recently, and and I wanted to ask, like, what what are going to be the first pair of kicks you might end up picking for 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 the little guy? Oh, you know what? You know, I thought about this, and I thought I don't want to leaning in a direction of like wow. people have favorite brand or favorite favorite style yeah. i want to when he's old enough and he's with it and he's talking and hopefully he'll like sneakers i mean he might not he might just think that's daddy's thing but if he if he does like them just take him to a shop and hopefully be in the position to say to him you know it's your fifth birthday whatever what do you want which ones do you want and hopefully he'll try on like 20 of them yeah. And I'll have to tip the sales assistant at the end for all the hard work. But, you know, I'd, I'd like to be able to be in a position where I can take him and he can just choose. And then he can learn himself. Like, obviously, I could give him some guidance, like the Vapor Max are a bit overrated. But, you know, just, <laughs> yeah. just, just give him some guidance about where, where he's going and what he wants. And then, yeah, make let him choose really what he wants to choose. I mean, if he's like an old school sneaker guy, that would obviously make me really happy. But, you know, by then, I don't know, in the next what, five years, I don't know what's going to be happening. Like, yeah. it could all be self-placing. So, we'll yeah. see. We'll see, we'll see. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to ask a bit of a weird question. Um, mm -hmm. If you were being cast away on a desert island mm -hmm. and... For some reason, during the process of getting cast away, you, you had two pairs of shoes with you. <laughs> what two pairs of shoes would you take and why? I call this question Desert Island Kicks, by the way. No, no, I like that. That was a nice <laughs> twist on it. I like that. <laughs> um, trying to think. If, if I... I'm guessing it's for the long haul. I'm guessing this isn't going to be like uh, someone's going to save me in a couple of months. So one of the pairs... I'd probably want one of my favourite silhouettes, so it'd either be... I'd probably take these. Lovely. I love the, I love the ZX-8000 I love them. I just think... I'd, I just love the colourway, and they just make me happy just looking at them. Um, so I'd take them, and then... Cool, another pair. Just in case I'm there for a long, 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 long time. I reviewed the Solomon XT Wings 2 Advanced. So many people don't know much about these sneakers. But when I put them on, I felt safe. I felt like... You felt nothing, secure. I felt secure. Nothing is going to happen to me in these sneakers. I'm fine. I could take on anything. Um, so if it involved like having to climb a mountain or do anything... And they're, they're a pair of sneakers for life. Like you, you buy them and they will be with you for the next 20, 30 years. You're not gonna have to worry about them falling apart. So these ZX-8000s probably last a couple of couple of years, but those I reckon, and they're in a aluminium colorway. Oof, I just, I would, I would take them hands down. Love that, love that. The Solomons don't get a lot. Do you know what, man? I know about Solomon S Labs, but I don't know a lot about the, the ones that you mentioned, so I need to do a bit more research on that, man. But people out there, man, check out Solomon, man. They, they're definitely a highly engineered 
Oh, like, strong shoe, like a very, very strong shoe. For everything on that shoe, like there's a reason for everything. I don't know what half of it is for, but there is a reason for everything. They are, they are a safe shoe. Awesome, man. So yeah, we've reached basically near the the, the end. We're at the, the the final hurdle. I've just got some quick fire questions oh, okay. for you. Um, and yeah, man, I'm looking for a quick answer. Open, okay. honest, speak with okay. your chest, speak with your heart, Ben. Speak okay. with your heart, right? Straight from the heart, right? right. And if you're, if you're dilly-dallying, I will push you for an answer, mate. <laughs> just, just, to let, <laughs> just to let you know. Okay. We're, going, we're starting in three, two, one. Big question. Nike or Adidas? Oh, at the moment, Nike. Would you wear Nike and Adidas together, yes or no? No. <laughs> Favourite non-Nike slash Adidas brand? Oh, Sorconi. Best Adidas model? Oh, Ultra Boost Climbers. Easy. Best Nike model? Ooh, best Nike model. Oh, oh. Nike Air Pegasus 89s. Oh, yes. Boost or React? Oh, wow. Whoa. Wow, recent, oh. This is tough. Recently, the React, oh, has been so good on their trail runners. I'll push you, Ben. I've got to push you. Oh, this go I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna go, I'm going uh, to go react for longevity. Amazing. Do you have a Jordan number? If so, what is it? Oh, Jordan number. You know what? The early Jordans, I find one of the most uncomfortable pairs of sneakers to wear. Um, and after watching that Netflix documentary, I'm happy Michael Jordan admitted that his feet bled all over the place. <laughs> um, they are not comfortable. Uh, probably the Jordan 4s. Cool. Vans or Converse? Oh, Vans. Laces or slip-ons? Oh, laces, all day. Factory laces or are you doing a, a, a couple patterns on there, doing some designs? Uh, I do, I like it when shoes come with different laces, but just normally, just standard laces. Cool. Socks or barefoot? Oof. Ah, uh, uh, sock man. Comfort? or style oh wow bit of both um to be honest like you could be wearing the most comfortable shoe ever but if it looks like a croc i'm not wearing it so style <laughs> fresh and clean or beaten and battered oh it's gotta be fresh and clean it's gotta be fresh and clean. big question ben washing machine or hand wash oh hand wash Andros, my mate put a pair of brand new Air Max ones in the washing machine accidentally at 90 degrees, came out and the sole was off. They were the most expensive pair of slippers he ever, ever had. <laughs> and he wore them as slippers as well. <laughs> terrible, terrible. Yeah. Highs or lows? Oh, lows. Triple blacks or white and whites? Oh, triple blacks with a gum sole. Take that. Love that, love that. And finally, and this isn't a quick fire question, you can take a little bit of time on this. Finally, what does the term sneakerhead mean to you? 
Wow. Uh, sneakerhead to me, it means a lot of different things to a lot of people. Like yeah. to me, it means passion and excitement about getting a pair of sneakers, like opening the box and looking at them for the first time and then trying them on and then being like, oh, what a great pair of sneakers. That's, that for me is being a sneakerhead, like having just an enjoyment for everything that they can bring. Like, I love walking around in a nice pair of sneakers. I don't know, it adds maybe a little bit of confidence to who I am. I know that it can be the same for a lot of people. Like if you've got a nice pair of kicks on, you feel, I, I feel personally just a bit more like I'm bouncing around my day. I'm happily bobbing along. You know, I, it, for me, it's about being younger, maybe not having them and now, you know, like as, as I got older, like really like looking into it and thinking like what sneakers for me were the best and how I was going to get them. And then, you know, I, I fall in love with them more and more. Um, the industry, I've got a few issues with, um, but this, the being a sneakerhead for me is just about passion. I, I don't think, for me, it's not about collecting 4,000 pairs of sneakers and putting mm -hmm. them on a shelf. For me, being a sneakerhead is getting a pair out of the box giving them a cheeky smell and then putting them I on their feet and, and, and walking around and just wearing them. Like, I love wearing sneakers. I, I don't put my sneakers on a shelf. Like, yeah, they might stay in their box for some time, but they will eventually come out and get worn. And I think I think that's, I'm not, I, I appreciate what other sneakerheads do when they do collect, because that's that's the different side of it for me, mm. collecting. Like a, that's like a hobby, like people have hobbies, they collect things. For me, being a sneakerhead is just having a passion for sneakers in general and Definitely. wearing them, and yeah, and just the enjoyment I get out of wearing a nice pair of sneakers and putting them on, like that—that's that's what sneakerhead is for me. Awesome, man. So, with all that being said, Ben, are you a sneakerhead? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think definitely. so. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. yeah. If you're passionate about getting sneakers out of a box then I guess yeah that puts you in that bracket doesn't it and giving them a sneaky sniff yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's just wrong I had a job when I was younger and I worked on like a sports department and they had the sneaker cupboard and I'd open the door and I'd just be hit with the biggest smell maybe that's why people collect so many I don't yeah. know but smell when that door opened with just like sneakers oh, every day there was start, definitely you know, a distinctive smell yeah, yeah. The start of every day, I go in there and just go, and that's it. You know? I'm surprised nobody's bottled it. I'm surprised nobody's actually gone to the extent of trying to recreate that that scent. I don't know if I'd want that. <laughs> <laughs> A little dab behind the ears. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what someone would think about that when they were like. If they smell you as you walk past, but maybe yeah, maybe you'd be able to tell who's a sneakerhead if you walk past maybe, them and they're like. Maybe it would be maybe it would be more of a scent used for like a, an air shoe freshener or something or a shoe air freshener. I should that'd say that'd be good. I'd, I'd have it in the car. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like a shoe, like a shoe tree. <laughs> not not a shoe tree, like a like one of those trees, but in the shape of a shoe, but it smelled like fresh fresh kicks. Business idea. Trademark that right now. ASAP, man. Right. Clip it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's take let's take let's take it to dragons then okay but yeah ben i literally 
I can't thank you enough for your time and your energy uh, waking up and, and doing this with me, man. Thank you so much. This has been Your Kicks Chronicles. We've literally spoken about everything. everything. Um, now, my guy, tell, tell the millions and millions of people that are watching this video right now. Tell all of these hundred million people. So what's going on? <laughs> Speaking it into existence. Tell them what. Tell them what you're going on. What's going on, and 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 telling uh, and tell them how they can support you. Know. Oh well, uh, firstly, mate, thank you so much for having me on. I've really enjoyed Pleasure, this. Man. Uh, what you're doing is amazing. I think your channel's amazing. I really hope it grows like in a big way in 2021. Um, your personality massive man just shines through um but um yeah for, for me this year i just want to review as many as things as i can obviously there's like priorities creeping in i've got like the little man now i've got my wife i've got a full-time job but i do try and review as many things as i can because i like i said i love just getting sneakers getting them out getting them on feet and walking around in them and if i can help someone make an informed choice on that pair of sneakers by giving a quick review on them then, then that's great. Um, but 2021 for me, more reviews. I'd like to try and start a clothing line Amazing. at some point this year. Um, maybe that will get off the ground. Um, I started to look into it last year. Um, but I had to put things on hold. So this year I'm trying to get that off the ground. Um, so hopefully when I'm doing my videos, you'll be able to see me wearing some sweats that I've created. Um, and then other than that, if you want to support me, just go to the Calvary Kicks YouTube channel, subscribe, and uh, yeah, drop comments on my videos, watch the videos, follow me on Instagram at Calvary Kicks. I try and drop as much you know information as I can on upcoming vegan and never free kicks that are going to be released. Um, so yeah, just follow me on there and uh, follow this man and subscribe to this man's channel and uh, give him loads of likes and loads of support because it's good to have you in the game. I love that man. I love that. All the way, all the way back from 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 doling out PPI claims or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> trying to get people their money back to to chatting about kicks on the internet, man. We've, we've come a long yeah. way, big man. Yeah, a long way, a long way. It's been amazing. It's been a real amazing, amazing journey. And to be honest, I couldn't have done it without the support of my wife. Like she has been amazing. Like right now, wow. since we've been doing this, she's been taking care of him. I can hear him, you know, getting a bit like well. But, hey, um, where's Pops? Where's Pops? <laughs> she's been incredible. So yeah, yeah. Oh, it's good to have a good like a good rock behind you to to be able to do this. I do feel very privileged to be in a position where I can do this. So hopefully this year I'll do loads of giveaways and in the future do much more giveaways and give people that watch the channel a little bit back. Yeah, I want to do exactly the same, man. I love that, man. I love that thing that you do, um, where you, you yeah give out to the, to the people because at the end of the day, without the people, who are we, man? It's like it's like we just be chatting to ourselves, man. Um, but yeah, <laughs> we um, Ben has mentioned it. The socials are going to be in and around. They'll either be in the description or on screen or wherever. Um, please make sure you support my guy. You support Calfrey Kicks. Um, please, please make sure you do that. Obviously, like, comment, subscribe, share, do all of that great stuff, man. We really, really appreciate the time uh, that you spent with us today. Um, from, from myself, obviously, from, from Ben, Calfrey Kicks, I want to say thank you so much, guys. Until we see you down the road, stay blessed. Signing out. <laughs> <laughs>